Hello and welcome to Pretentious Movie Talk. One day I'm going to get that right the whole way through and it's going to be a good day. <laughs> All right. We believe in you. As usual, we have Leah and Hello. also we have... This is Jonathan. Where you there you go. Hello, I've been introduced already. Wow, Jesus. I oh, know. sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry. We work quickly in this. Bro. Okay, so what film did you bring to the table this week? Oh, wow. I, um, uh, um, I... <laughs> This is you're doing great so far. <laughs> I brought to the table the hit um, Wes Anderson movie, Darjeeling Limited. <laughs> wow, you're doing great so far, John. Oh man, I'm, right. I'm the why, best guest. Why did had. you? Oh wait, should we do the classic? Leah, explain the plot. The plot: three brothers plot. whose dad died a year ago reconnect in India. Nice. To find themselves and re-establish their relationship and find their mum. But not all goes to plan. Oh, I love the intrigue that you put into these. <laughs> <laughs> you always end it on such like a questioning mark. Um, okay. <laughs> a questioning mark. Fuck off. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. I do this. This is like the 10th episode we've done. I'm a professional now at this stage. I've got a microphone and everything. <laughs> Okay, so, um, John, why did you want to talk about this film? Because uh, it bangs. It bangs. Oh my god, it's <laughs> like having another Leah here. <laughs> Explain yourself. Why does it bang? Okay, right, so I basically, there's backstory here. I, I'm so ready. Being a basic white, like, theatre, not theatre kid, movie kid, Jesus Christ. Um, being a basic <laughs> white movie kid, I made it a goal to get every single Wes Anderson movie. And at the moment, I'm only one short of owning all of them, and it's Bottle Rocket. Oh, which one? Oh, Bottle Rocket sucks. (laughs) Yeah, I know, so we're not going to worry too much about it. But basically, Leah Leah got me Darjeeling Limited for my birthday. Oh. And I I sat down, I watched it, and I thought, holy shit, this movie is amazing. Oh, so you... You're wrong. <laughs> okay, right. I had no How? way of segueing into that. <laughs> 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 Wait, and yeah. Andy, why don't you like it? What don't well, you like I just, about it? So I think it looks really nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's obviously Wes Anderson. Colours, great. Acting, solid. Story, I'd so dull. <laughs> really? I just didn't connect any of the characters. And that's what, I, okay, that's what I find of like every film... John, if you don't take off that giraffe mask. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, as I was talking, John just put on a giraffe mask. So, I'm so happy we had you as a guest. (laughs) Okay, so, yeah, I don't really connect to the characters, which is something that I find with every Wes Anderson film before Fantastic Mr. Fox. Can you hear that? (sighs) We might have to put up with that. I, I'm just generally disappointed, you know, because like, sorry, mum. I think it's a wonderful movie. I I think this. Yeah, you are right. The characters they're a bit hard to connect to. I wouldn't say the story's dull at all, mm-hmm. because you know, um. <laughs> wow, you know what? John? You're making some really good points, and I might actually change my mind based on right. that argument. No, no, no. <laughs> did you right? Did you watch it with the um short movie that goes with it, Hotel Chevalier? No. That that's adds why. so much. That, that, 
what genuinely is that? that one I don't even know 12, what that is. right it's like this it's a 12 minute like short movie that was written and it's meant to be watched alongside i say alongside you're meant to watch it before you watch like hotel not hotel chevalier why am i repeating myself before you watch like darjeeling limited and it it genuinely adds so much to one of like the later scenes because it just adds perfect context and meaning and depth to like one phrase that one character says, <laughs> and it's oh, it's so good. Why wouldn't they just add that to the film? I don't surely... know. <laughs> surely, surely it's part of it's Wes like Anderson's films... genius, man. It's like those films that don't get sequels and turn them into like comic books. Oh no, it's like that. Oh god, you're like, right. Fair. I'll accept yeah. that. Thank I'll you. accept that criticism, <laughs> but no other criticism right. will be accepted today. <laughs> Leah, I, why do you like the film? I actually think you said you can't connect other characters. I really empathise with Adrian Brody in it. Like, really? I yeah, I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> the character that I empathise most with—that was a sentence to get out—was um, Owen Wilson because it's Owen Wilson. And he it's was Owen so Wilson. annoying. <laughs> That's wow. it. Any, any film with wow. <laughs> you, wait, but there's just so much. I don't understand how you can't like it because there's so many good things about. It. Do you know a scene I love in that what film? What scene do you love? The scene where they go to pick up their dad's car before the funeral. Oh, oh yeah. my god! I love yeah. that scene. I it love is, it. That, that scene is just chaos, and it's perfect. It's perfectly orchestrated chaos. Oh, okay. What do you think of the bit where the kid dies? Oh no. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Right, he's so turned into a cartoon character. I, it's I really, don't cry. It's meta. I, like I don't cry at movies, but I got genuinely really close to crying. That, that the Did you? depth. Oh, because I thought that was like this is this might be the most controversial. I thought that was like the worst execution of a death scene. I've like ever seen right really did you think it was, it was too so sudden? anticlimactic anticlimactic death scenes don't have to be climactic what <laughs> yeah but they're better when they are climactic okay they're better when they are but when it's a character example, who's just been introduced. uncut gem <laughs> oh <laughs> the perfect climax and spoilers the death scene at the end john didn't like perfect. it you know you know what movie i thought had the best climax <laughs> <laughs> don't say don't say it. <laughs> climax. You son of a bitch. <laughs> climax is the best film I've seen in so long. Oh, I like I didn't know it was on Netflix until I watched your podcast oh, like twenty fan. minutes ago. <laughs> yes, a loyal fan. A loyal fan. So, <laughs> I I'm gonna watch it probably tonight because I'm doing this thing where I watch a movie every night at about one in the mm-hmm. morning. <laughs> nice. I want to do that when I watch The Lighthouse. Basically, the light- like headphones on is like perfect. Oh, I want to watch dark. The Lighthouse. It's really good. <laughs> well, we've gone it's... on a tangent now, though. We've gone yeah, on I know. This such is what podcasting is about. For context, we were talking about uncut gems beforehand, and John didn't like it. I did not like. I loved it up until the ending. Really? Because I, think... I I didn't like it that much up until the ending. The ending oh. brings it all together because throughout the film he's not a good person. Oh. He stitches up everyone in his life, literally mm-hmm. everyone, and he gets exactly what is coming to him. Yeah, but he has no opportunity to. Um, I don't know how to put this. You know, he stitches up everyone. He's a shit person. He has no opportunity to either recover, atone for what he's done, 
or just even suffer because yeah, of it. Yeah, but that's better because he... it's like life. Well, he does suffer. He, he suffers a lot. Most... Well, right, he does Suffering. suffer a lot, but then he just dies. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all no, that but suffering comes it to an end. Bro, it's like life is just suffering then death. <laughs> oh my god. Well, wow, that's so deep, bro. <laughs> he suffers until he realizes he's won all that money and then it's just all taken away from him suddenly. Yeah, it's dramatic irony. Dram- exactly precisely, precisely. That's not right. That's not the right No, it's not. Right. I just wanted to sound smart. <laughs> it's irony. I don't think it's dramatic irony. It's quite dramatic cuz <laughs> That's you know? not what dramatic <laughs> irony is. It's not irony that's just more dramatic. What does dramatic irony mean? Dramatic it's irony. Like the audience knows something that the characters don't. Yeah. I it's take not just film. really dramatic irony. <laughs> I take film studies. Oh, Jesus. Maybe it's good you don't have to do an exam in it. But no, man. Darjeeling Limited. <laughs> banging movie. Especially the end scene. The, oh, my laptop has done a weird. Um, <laughs> my laptop has done a weird. If you lose this recording, off. I will cry. No, I I'm will not. literally cry. The screen just went off and I panicked, so you know. <sighs> I'm going to even that in because otherwise I have to edit. It's too much effort. <laughs> do you know what I do with these episodes at this stage? Because there's so much just that this is a bit of a behind the scenes for the for the one listener that we could probably have at this stage. <laughs> Um, I I only cut the beginning and the end, and sometimes I don't even do that. <laughs> so if we say anything bad, it's gonna stay in. <laughs> but I say so much dumb shit that you need to cut out, and you just don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's I never perfect. will. <laughs> but literally, it's an tr- uncut gem. Anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh All right. Where, oh. What What would you rate? The Wes Anderson films that you've seen in order. Wes Anderson or- films. No, I've don't seen. make me do that. Don't oh, make me. Man. Um. Okay. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna start here with a little bit of controversy. I haven't seen the ending mm-hmm. of Isle of Dogs. I watched it at like two in the morning and fell asleep because it was Isle of Dogs like, exists. It was like two in the morning and I was really tired. And this was before I just lost all sense of a sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. Um. So but to be fair, you're not missing out on much. It's oh. an okay film. I think it goes um, uh, Darjeeling Limited along with Hotel Chevalier right at the top, followed by Life Aquatic, then Fantastic Mr. Fox, um, uh, then probably Isle No, then Moon- Moonrise Kingdom before Fantastic Mr. Fox. Underrated Moonrise that movie Kingdom is, is heavily. Really underrated. Um, it's then, so good. Then there's Fantastic Mr. Fox just because it is complete glorious chaos. Um, mm. <laughs> I have... Uh, right, now... I, I I don't know how I did this, but I was watching um, Royal Tenenbaums at like not even that late, and I fell asleep halfway through. Yeah, it's kind of mm, it's not. It's, yeah, I don't love it. Good, but it dragged. Um, and then Rush, oh Rushmore! I forgot about Rushmore. Rushmore is a great movie, but all the characters are dicks. They're just all dicks, <laughs> complete dicks. <laughs> oh. It's like Captain Fantastic. Right, no, don't uh, get me John started. John likes Captain Fantastic. I watched Captain Fantastic next at episode, one in the morning. Next episode, we need to, we need to stick to a slight, slight <laughs> order. Oh, I right. watched it at one in the morning and I loved it to pieces. <laughs> I hate Gigi, it. Okay, we'll have you on for another episode of that because I've got, me and Leah have thoughts. I uh, hate it. I've discussed okay. it with Leah. Leah knows my thoughts about Captain Fantastic. <laughs> I know his thoughts. Anyway, Leah, um... Wes Anderson films. I've not order. seen all of them, can I just say. Yeah, nor have I, but go. But 
can I just do the ones I have seen? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be really basic and say the Grand Budapest Hotel is my favorite. Fuck, I've got the, the Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, no one picked you up on that. <laughs> That's my favorite. You've had your time, John. We're moving on. <laughs> and then you I hate really... the Grand Budapest Hotel. We get it. <laughs> oh no. I really like Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm-hmm. I but I didn't know it was George Clooney. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was told that the other night, and I was like, "What? Did you not know?" No, I didn't know. You it was know George Wes Clooney. Anderson. I'm ninety percent sure is in that film, and he plays. Okay, I, mm, I feel like this might be wrong. I feel like he plays like the PE teacher, I, I or someone I, weird plays the PE teacher. That was all right. I'll rewatch talking. it and I'm I'll get googling back to you. it. Okay, so I'll go. I would Google it, but I've like twenty seven tabs open in my Firefox already. John Firefox? uses Firefox, <laughs> bro. Okay, I, I like my open source softwares. Leah, keep going. Grand Budapest, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Moonrise Kingdom, Darjeeling. Oh, don't make... Those are the ones I've seen that I can think of off the top of my head. Don't make me order them. <laughs> I Come like on, them. order them. Give us a little order. Oh, no. Wait. Grand Budapest... Oh, no. I like them all equally, but Grand Budapest Hotel slightly more. Why is your face like that? No, I was just shocked by something. Oh my god, is someone outside my... What were you shocked by? What is what is this shock? No, because I, I... Well, I thought that Wes Anderson played, you know, the really, like, flamboyant rat. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> but I think that might be wrong. I was really excited for a second there. How would you rate Wes Anderson's films, Andrew? I'm glad you asked. Um, yes. I'd go... <laughs> I'd go Grand Beautiful Hotel, because it is the best. It is, Then... Yes. Fantastic Mr. Fox, then The Life Aquatic, then Moonrise Kingdom. I forgot about that! Then Moonrise Kingdom, then Royal Tenenbaums, then Bottle Rocket. Oh no, wait, Isle of Dogs above Royal Tenenbaums, but that's all the ones I've seen. Oh man. I did that so concisely. I'd forgot I'd seen Bottle Rocket. You did it concisely, and me and Leah were just like, wait, no, I forgot something. Leah didn't even order them at this stage. (laughs) Leah was just like, I like them all. I like films, and they're good. I take film studies. I have (laughs) bangs. I am edgy. I like Wes Anderson. Do we have any closing thoughts on Dodgy Lunar? The movie Bangs, and you're wrong. Great, <laughs> John. 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 You have you didn't talk about the ending. The ending. Scene. Oh man. Yes. Oh sorry. Brief John closing has thoughts. some stuff to say. That about ending, the ending scene is hecking beautiful because hecking right. Beautiful. Let me just What's let me language? just get onto a metaphysical. <laughs> nah. Basically, so I really, really appreciated the ending scene purely because um they're all, they're running for the train. They've got all their bags, and then it's literally the bags that their father left them when he died. It is a literal physical representation of the emotional baggage from their father's death. And to get on the train, they literally just yeet it all away. It is like so it's incredibly symbolic. It's in, like it's really obviously symbolic, but that does not take away from it at all. Also, further note, right at the beginning, Wes Anderson got Bill Murray in on the movie just to do one scene where he runs for a train and doesn't it get it nice you... <laughs> Bill Murray, like, you like said that. it was you said it was obvious i didn't get that until you Did just you... said it then <laughs> i oh might god be a dumb be a dumb <laughs> you're all good <laughs> um leah closing thoughts closing thoughts just 
gorgeous film. The colours, the greens and the yellows and all together, Peng. Peng, of peng. course. But you need to stop saying Peng. Peng. Why? Bro, it's Peng. <laughs> Even when you're, like, reviewing films, you go, it's Peng. Peng, man. Do I, I don't peng. think I say it that much. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I'd say it's overrated. Anyway, what's the next... What's the next segment? Next segment, recommendations, is it not? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, recommendations. All right. Oh, no. Okay, Who's we do a, a song first. Song first? Who's... Go on, John. Mm-hmm. Right, John, so... John, I know you have, like, 50. I have so many, so many songs. Um, I'm going to specify... Can I do a song in an album? Can I... <laughs> you can do a song in an album. So my song would be the new Declan McKenna song, The Key to Life on Earth. I've already heard Oh, it. nice. I heard it before Banger. it came out because I managed to get to see him at the Boiler Room um, in February. Oh, you son of a... Li- no, literally, I walked into college on the morning. I didn't have a ticket because I found out about the gig two days after they'd like released the tickets and my mates walks mm. up to me and says hey do you want to come with me i've got a spare ticket and i honestly died <laughs> and now the song is... can't see john looks like declan mckenna just that's how big a that's how big john a fan does it look is. like so <laughs> like the music like video for key to life on earth as well they got alex oh, Lawther so in it he got alex Lawther in it and i've been told many i've been told like hundreds of times hey you look like the guy from the end of the fucking world i'm like thank you that's that's wonderful do i you? do look like a psychopath um, you look like both of them. So, you look like yeah, you child. Look like a child. I've had at least three people send me photos from the video and be like, "Hey, it's your twins," and I'm like, "Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's my twins." Cut oh, and then the 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 album that I'm going to recommend is "Love Letters" by Metronomy. That album. I was going to recommend Metronomy Forever, because that that album is banging, but Love Letters is so much better, just because the first song is so good. Oh, I love it to pieces. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how to react to this. (laughs) We we don't know the album, but we can check it out, and next time you come on and talk about Captain Fantastic with us, we can, you know, give you an album review as well. Bro, oh. Okay, Leah. Song or album, I guess. That's the segment now. Song or album. Or both. <laughs> or both. It's it's anarchy. Do you, know, do you know, I might actually recommend a bit of a classic, a bit of a throwback. I'm so ready. Jesus of Suburbia Dynamite by, by Green Day. Oh. Bro, Jesus of <laughs> Suburbia. <laughs> that's a banging song. I learnt the lyrics to most of it by memory and it was wonderful. How? How? It's it's like 20 minutes long. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We we love you, John. <laughs> you should be proud. God, no, I was a massive Green what? Day fan as a child. I went to see the musical. There was, <laughs> there was a Green Day musical? Yeah, dude, American Idiot was a rock opera, so it had an accompanying musical. And like one of the no, one of the scenes in it is just the protagonist stumbling around in silence for about five minutes, and it's the most <laughs> awkward scene ever. Oh, we need to have you on again, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw Green Day the musical. I can say I'm a, a big fan. <laughs> I'm a pretty big fan. Uh, Andy, what's your song? I'm gonna recommend. Um, that's a good question. Conan Gray, 1975. No, I'm gonna recommend. Alright, uh, this, okay. T-W-F-N-O, don't know what that stands for, by Tiffany Day, which is the most, like, TikTok song that's not on TikTok. Okay, oh god. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> You're welcome for that, John. I, I saw you cringe. 
<laughs> I've been told yesterday that I need to stop acting like I'm really above TikTok. <laughs> you seem like the kind of person who would have a TikTok. I don't, and I don't like TikTok at all. I watch wow. TikTok compilations you? on YouTube, but only of ones that look like Vines, because I'm a, I'm, I loved Vine. <laughs> <laughs> I've recently hit a thousand followers on TikTok. Ah, I don't want to brag. You're a machine, oh, Andy. Man. I'm I, famous. I made a bet with my mate that they could, if they got a thousand followers, I'd let them come to my like ballet performance. <laughs> John, I, I've been asking you for so long... If I can come to your ballet performance... You need performance. to get a thousand followers, Leo, See, come on. See, the know... problem is, I don't think I'm going to have one, because, um... <clears throat> uh, what? Corona. Oh, man. Oh, man. But no, right. tangent again, sorry. TV show. TV show, guys. TV show. Oh, oh. I didn't Who's think of one. <laughs> you can't yeah, think I'm of going one. On Netflix. I'm going to recommend you. Andy, you're f- where have you gone? That's that's a, that's a creepy creepy series. It's very good. Me and Joel are watching it on Netflix Party, and it's lit. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. Someone oh. else go. So, I... um... Oh. No, you go, Leah. Don't no, worry. I've been no, first No, you go, John. Time. You're yeah, the you guest. You You're the guest. No, just, just go first. No, you. Okay. Jesus Christ. Lost. Jesus Christ. You're recommending Lost? lost. I'm recommending <laughs> Lost. Because I can't think of anything. such an unexpected... <laughs> Have y'all seen Lost? It's pretty good. Apart from the last seasons, <laughs> they're not very good. But the first couple of seasons, they're pretty alright. Oh, <laughs> exactly. I'm right now, like, There's like a smoke usual. monster. <laughs> I have a problem where I can't decide between two things, and I think I'm just going to go with the first one, which I'd already decided on, because I started watching something else last night, and I loved it. Do it. But I'm settling for Community. Oh, I need to watch that best tv show up until season six because yahoo bought it and ruined it because half the cast dropped out <laughs> isn't isn't donald glover in it yes yes he is oh the man the myth oh he's impeccable he is impeccable oh. you've seen atlanta i have not seen atlanta mm. you you still haven't finished atlanta <laughs> watch it it's really good um okay film film Oh boy, I had it. I I thought of this, and I yeah. No, I remember. I was gonna recommend Birdman. <gasps> oh, oh my! Well, I okay. could literally I do a whole it. fucking hour long episode talking about that movie. That movie is oh beautiful. Yes, amazing. amazing. Yes. Oh, I watched it. It's a good film. At one in the morning. Um, oh my oh, god! I'm sensing a pattern, John. <laughs> yeah. Um. I just loved it to pieces. It was so good. And the score, the score. All right. I feel like we need to move on. Otherwise, I feel like you're about to do something that no one wants to see. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, Film, give us. I'm going to recommend The Prestige. Oh, I'm actually nice. watching, me and Max are we watching are, that today. We are banging on some very standard film student films right now. Birdman and the Prestige. The Prestige is just. I love a good twist. I, I love a good twist. I love a bit, mm. of, you know, tension. <laughs> I love a good twist. All these buzzwords. She comes out with them every single episode. I think she has like five words to describe a film <laughs> Peng, <laughs> tension, <laughs> twist. No, it's really good, and I'm watching it today, and mm-hmm. I'm hyped. And yeah, it's right. about I'm... oh yeah go. 
No, you go, Andy. Sorry. You interrupted no, no, no. me again. Well, I didn't think we were going in-depth detail about each film's plot. I mean, no, we don't if have to. If you want to go in-depth detail, <laughs> come on, Leah, give us the plot of The Prestige. Okay, so basically... Okay, so my film that I'm going to recommend <laughs> is... I hate you. Oh. Right into my trap. I'm going to recommend Before Sunset, because even though I've probably recommended this trilogy before... Not before... Because it's the before trilogy. Guys, come on. This is oh. some quality content oh that you aren't God. appreciating. Oh, oh my. It's Richard Linklater. It's Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy. And it's amazing. Because it's like they take... like There's three films and they take place ten years apart from each other. And it's about this couple. And it's so good. So they take place over 30 years? Yes. Ish. Whoa. <laughs> yeah and there's no but they shoot it in like that time and it's so good it's so oh, okay good. fair fair i might actually have to watch them then it's and they're so short like the first one's an hour and a half the second one's like an hour and 15 and the last one's like i think an hour 45 or something you know what i just remembered i watched recently what i watched Octa recently that movie <gasps> oh i hate that film right I, why why do you hate it because i want to know this is so it because of bad. the ending no, I, I don't even remember. I don't even remember what happens in it. I just remember hating the film. It was just not... I just didn't connect to anything in it. Right. Now, I, it's a quick spoiler warning here. The ending's awful. I can't really remember. The, the ending's most. awful because the little girl goes into the animal killing factory and she get, <gasps> she pays for her um, super pig back with a scolden pig, which she gets at the beginning of the movie. She leaves. Two of the other super pigs smuggle a baby super pig out to her and she looks, she takes it with her. And then it's just her, her super pig and a baby super pig back in Korea where they started. And that's I'm loving it. the phrase super pig. <laughs> That's what they're called. That You've is literally what they're called. Pig. Now it's super pig. But no, so she it's just them back at their, you know, home in Korea. And it's really anticlimactic because you think there's going to be this whole big thing of them breaking all the animals out. But then, then the one thing that made up for it, though, was there's a post credit scene, which not many it's people actually... know about. Yeah, because in... <laughs> you, you know, right, you know all the guys, all the animal activists... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah. the one played by Paul Dano gets in like he gets he gets it like he goes to prison. The end scene is him leaving prison, getting on a bus with the guy played by um that oh, bloke God. from The Walking Dead. Um oh. and then there's just all the it slowly pans out of on like onto like the rest of the bus and all the other activists are there. There's just some old woman, they all just individually put on their masks because one's like, Yeah, this is gonna be a big one. It was put on the like balaclavas, and this is an old woman just sat there scarily looking at them, and they, one of them just hands her a balaclava <laughs> and then it ends, and it's just beautiful. Oh that sounds very dumb. That sounds very dumb. It's just a post-credit scene that makes up for a shit ending of a movie. Do you know what I do love about that movie? What do you what, Andy yeah. knows what I'm going to say. <laughs> Andy knows exactly where I'm going with this. Is it Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, fuck's sake, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. It is Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> you, know, you know the logo of our podcast, for the longest time, had in the top right corner, like, a.k.a. Jake Gyllenhaal Appreciation Hour. Because <laughs> we love Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal. That was, like, in the top right of our logo for so long and no one <laughs> clocked it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's why we don't let Leah make things. Okay. Well, Leah can't anymore. They took my Adobe away. <laughs> Now we're on to answering questions. Oh, I still have my Adobe. They took it away. Yeah, so do me. I. Colli- uh, well, because I, I never paid for it. College just gave it to me when we needed to use it, and now we don't, so I don't have it. Okay, I've got questions. Um, 
Okay, let's go. Uh, yeah, bear with, because a lot of these aren't the best questions. No, I think we should answer them no matter how she. No, let's, let's answer the questions, because I have other stuff that I might bring up at some point. What's the most obscure type of music that you listen to from Chloe? Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> Everything. John listens so to right. I don't no, 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 no. I, I don't know how obscure this is. I don't know the actual genre. Um, ooh, it's either 45 Acid Babies, because they're almost acid punk, but not but more electro than acid punk. And then there's also, I listen to this French band sometimes, and most of their music sounds like it's l- the literal soundtrack to like a bee zombie, like a zombie bee movie. And it's wonderful. Oh. Okay, well. Sorry. I did not expect you to go in that much detail. I have after. a habit of after I say something that I appreciate, is going, oh, and it puts yeah, a lot of terrifying. people off. <laughs> okay, um, Leah, do you want to answer? Um, I don't know, really, if I listen to anything. I listen obscure. to Tyler, the creator. Oh, <laughs> I listen to this little known man. I don't know if you know them. Panic at the disco. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we've got another question, because Leah, <laughs> shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, I, all right, we've got someone say um, European versus Hollywood. Oh, who asked that? That's a good question. Um, that is a That's... really good question, actually. Ooh. I'm pretty sure Adriana asked that. I quite... Shout out. That's a banging question. Um, It depends, really, because there are a lot of good Hollywood-made films, but there are also so many good independent European little, you know, kind of films. Leah, I love you, but that was the worst answer I've ever I... heard. Because well, it's so awesome Hollywood, But there's also good <laughs> European... <laughs> I'm yes, gonna John. specify right now. Um, I'm just gonna use one specific genre as like comparisons here, because westerns, right? Where there's there was like the Hollywood western, which was just all grand and big and bold heroes with orchestral scores, and they, they were good. Sure, they were good. But um, mm-hmm. then there was the spaghetti western, which were usually filmed in Italy. So much better, like because they were so. The basic just the point of them is they're massively low budget. They're filmed in Italy because it's Lots of cheap. Blood. Lots of blood. The most of the soundtrack is just one bloke with like an overdriven electric guitar. It's just heavenly. I think that France is bringing out some banging films, and I don't I... know if that's just because I've watched two of them very recently. What well, films for were an they? Example, were they climax and <laughs> then another Gaspano film. Are you ready for climax? Whoa! So, yeah, you... yeah, I know. Great film. I will keep going on about this until the day I die. <laughs> um... And Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I watched that recently. Oh, that's yeah. meant to be amazing. Both it's on a- movie. Both A24 movies, if I remember correctly. I'm not sure. Wait, it's Climax. I'm not yeah, sure Climax, Climax is. is Climax is A24. I swear down. Mm, I swear down. Swear down. <laughs> this is the most film um, <laughs> conversation. Do you know what? Do you if know I, what? I think... Remember I, correctly. I, I, might, I don't know about... I'm going to say this. I think the small, low-budget European zombie movies... Are better than big Hollywood ones. Yeah, by far. Oh, I'm not sure. Have you seen Have Little you seen... Monsters? Cough, cough. Shaun of the Dead is no, I was... <laughs> overrated. Um, I was gonna say Ravenous. It's a French zombie movie, and it's really you good. Know what? Full of full of random trivia. Do you know how much they paid the zombies in Shaun of the Dead? Oh my god! How much? They paid them all a pound each. <laughs> is that it? Do you know why though? Why? All the zombies were fans of Edgar Wright's TV series, Spaced, and they were all there voluntarily. 
But then Edgar Wright found out that by law he had to pay them and they all were just fine with receiving just a pound. <laughs> so it's not I bet this... that was, there was that one guy in the back who was like, I want £150. Because <laughs> it's, it's not like... When you mention it, a lot of people think, whoa, that's a big scandal. Then you find out, no, all the zombies were just volunteers who wanted to be there. It wasn't mm-hmm. like uh, it wasn't like they didn't they underpaid the extras. It was technically they overpaid them. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, I think that's I think that's us done, guys. Yeah, we've been talking a lot. <laughs> all right, this oh, is man. all right. Should we? Is... Anyone? Come on, closing closing thoughts on the whole podcast. Say, this has been a very chaotic episode. <laughs> it's been a very chaotic episode, and I still have more information if you guys want it. Winky face. No, Is this you inviting please. yourself back, John? <laughs> Not really, but just a quick no, side we note. we want you back. Quick side note. Um, the BFI, British Film Industry, they have a subscription service. And it's just, there's, it's only got like 526 movies on it. And like half of them are documentaries, but they're all like really, 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 really niche and indie. And some of them are French and there's a lot of foreign movies. And do oh, that. Okay. Do you have, do you have Amazon Prime? I do have Amazon Prime. Yes, I do. All right. Download Mubi, which is now an extension of Amazon Prime. And it's got like all the films you could possibly, it's got Under the Silver Lake. It's got Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Hold up. And, Under like, the Silver Lake. I've been wanting to watch that for ages, even though I've heard that the movie is an anti-climax. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've heard. Okay, anyway. Um, Sorry. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, you've been great listeners. <laughs> um, yes, wonderful listeners. What is it like? Stay stay safe. Wash your hands. And take your allotted exercise Go on your daily time. allotted exercise time. Don't go right, outside more than once. Ya. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right.